there are form and emptiness in the arising and ceasing of causes and conditions. Venerable Master, the Sutra states that form does not differ from emptiness. Emptiness does not differ from form. Form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. What does this mean? Are there any contradictions? With regards to form in the phrase, form does not differ from emptiness, all physical forms that can be seen by our eyes are form. Human beings, animals, plants, buildings, mountains, rivers, Mother Earth and the myriad of things in the universe are all form. Take, for example, the flowers on this podium. They have been formed by the aggregation of causes and conditions. The bouquet is beautiful. There are red flowers, white flowers and green leaves. But after a few days, the flowers will wilt. They will be thrown away into the rubbish dump. In another few days, the flowers in the rubbish dump will decompose. And yet another few days later, they will turn into soil. The flowers will no longer exist. Thus, no matter what form, it is eventually empty. That is why form does not differ from emptiness. Conversely, emptiness does not differ from form. Originally, there were no flowers here. The flowers have come into existence from emptiness. Buddha Dharma teaches the law of cause and condition. Due to the aggregation of certain causes and conditions, what we now see is a vase of flowers. When these causes and conditions are over, this vase of flowers will cease to exist. Therefore, these four statements from the Heart Sutra are the truth. There is no contradiction. What is the law of cause and condition? The law of cause and condition is very common. You could say that causes and conditions pervade all places, all events and all forms. None of these are separate from law of cause and condition. To illustrate the law of cause and condition, let us say that the upper and lower stories of this Buddhist centre are fully packed with the audience of tonight's Dharma talk. This is the law of cause and condition because Buddhism is a religion for the salvation of humanity. The organisers have invited me here to teach the Buddha Dharma. Because the public hopes to understand Buddha Dharma. Because as a Buddhist monk, I have a responsibility to discuss Buddha Dharma with lay Buddhists. And because the broad masses all want to seek the truth of Buddhism and to discuss Buddha Dharma, these are the causes. And today, many have turned up to attend our symposium. These are the conditions. Countless events in the world are not separated from the law of cause and condition. This is known as law of arising and ceasing of causes and conditions. In every family, why do husbands and wives, parents and children, sisters and brothers, 
have the affinity to be together to make up a family. It is law of cause and condition as well. To help you understand better, consider this following example. Because many people want to go to Taipei, they all get onto a train. These are conditions. However, upon arrival in Taipei, when the train stops at the station, everyone goes their separate ways. These are conditions aggregating, conditions dispersing. Would you say that the causes and conditions have dispersed? Actually, they haven't. This is because new causes and conditions have again formed. Although everybody has alighted from the train, one person is now on his way to a social gathering in the evening. Another is on his way to take part in a forum. Another is going shopping. Another is heading home. Another needs to go to a government organization to sort out some matters. One needs to go to a certain hospital for treatment, etc. And the list goes on and on. This is the arising of other sets of causes and conditions, and the aggregation of other sets of causes and conditions. These causes and conditions are not eternally unchanging. Thus, these are called conditions arising, conditions ceasing. Everything arises due to the aggregation of causes and conditions. Everything ceases due to the dispersal of causes and conditions. If we need a large building, due to this cause, a large building is built. After many years, because time has passed, we no longer need this large building anymore. This building then changes; it deteriorates and disperses. No matter what it is, nothing can be separate from the law of cause and condition. Buddhism recognizes causes and conditions because the law of cause and condition. Is the truth. I hope that each and every one of you will think this over. Of all things, there is nothing that is not the law of cause and condition. Think about it, and you will comprehend that absolutely everything in the universe is not separate from the law of cause and condition. This law of cause and condition encompasses positive causes and conditions. As well as negative causes and conditions, when we encounter positive causalities, everything goes well and everything we get is good. However, when we encounter negative causalities, there are a lot of bad things and bad karmic effects. There is another thing that we also ought to understand: positive causality can be negative causality. Negative causality. Can be positive causality. Some of you may be puzzled: How can positive causality be negative causality, and negative causality be positive causality? How does that work? If misfortune befalls someone's family, or if someone's parents have died, this is negative causality. However, because this person now has no one to depend on and no one to help him. He then becomes self-reliant and endeavors to advance himself, work hard and learn. Because of his diligence, he later completes his studies and becomes a useful person in society. Henceforth, his outcome is one of great wealth and prosperity. So, hasn't this negative causality transformed into a positive causality? 
Conversely, there are people born into wealthy families and very good environments who spend all their time eating, drinking and being merry instead of working proper jobs. When the day comes that their parents are no longer around, their situation will change and their wealth will disappear. They will then find themselves in difficult straits in their later years. This is how positive causality can be negative causality. As practitioners of Buddhism, having understood the law of cause and condition, we ought to create new causalities. We should not be sitting around waiting for causalities to arise. Knowing the value of creating good causes and conditions, we must be diligent in our learning and practice and do things properly. Then naturally, our causalities will be transformed. We certainly must not have blind beliefs with regards to causes and conditions. Take this situation for example. Bandits have abducted a girl from your family. If you are resigned to believing that you must submit to these bandits just because it is a causality created in your previous lifetime, then you are deluded about the law of cause and condition because these bandits should not be abducting anyone's daughter in the first place. If a young man does not engage in proper work but mixes with bad company, he would be wrong to believe these bad friends to be his causality. Thus, we should advocate transforming negative causalities and creating positive causalities. We need to have wisdom in learning and practicing Buddhism. With wisdom, we will be able to know whether what we say and do is right or wrong, correct or incorrect. Conversely, if we have no wisdom in learning and practicing Buddhism, we may think and conduct ourselves foolishly. Foolish actions eventually lead to distress, suffering and darkness. While we need to create our causes and conditions, we also need to nurture our positive causes and conditions. This is because throughout countless past lifetimes until this very day, each and every one of us has planted good seeds and bad seeds in our eighth consciousness, also known as a liar consciousness. The storehouse consciousness in which the imprints of past experience and karmic actions are stored. The seeds are causes. If we have seeds that are bad, that is negative causes, upon meeting with bad conditions, we will become bad people. If we have good seeds, that is good causes, and we meet with good people and do good deeds, then these are positive causes and conditions. When we face a negative causality, we must try to transform it into positive causality. And if we meet with a positive causality, we should enhance it further. Conducting ourselves as humans is similar to farming and cultivating the land. We need to try our best to get rid of the rocks, weeds and other things that are not good. We need to fertilise, water and nurture the crops that we require. If we had blind beliefs about causes and conditions, we would be resigned to weeds being our causality and crops also being our causality. Consequently, in future, we would have no harvest at all. Thus, 
Although Buddhism speaks of adapting to conditions, we must nevertheless have wisdom. If we would like to have wisdom, we need to conscientiously cultivate ourselves. Only then will our wisdom unfold.